Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Allison Borden about her vow renewal at the Rose Court Garden and her reception at the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion at the Disneyland Hotel. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose those locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Allison. Hi, Carrie. It's such an honor to be on the podcast. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Now, you guys were married during the pandemic. How did you decide that you wanted to have a vow renewal at Disneyland? Well, since we were married during the pandemic, I never got to have the full wedding experience. And that was definitely something that I still wanted to do. And Frank also knew that was really important to me. So we waited until it was a little bit more safe. And then we decided that it was finally time to have the big celebration with our family and friends and have the Disneyland wedding finally. (laughs) That's awesome. How did your friends and family react when they found out you were having a vow renewal at Disneyland? (laughs) So they weren't really that surprised because I would always talk about, you know, that's where my wedding's going to be. So they were just really happy for me and really excited that it was finally happening. That's fantastic. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited around 100 and about 90 RSVP'd yes and 86 actually attended. Got it. And is most of your family in California or did people have to travel? A few people traveled. Frank's family's from Wisconsin. So a few of his family members flew out. And then majority of my family and friends are from Northern California and Southern California. Oh, great. Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? We chose a Saturday because it just seemed most convenient for everyone or to get everyone to attend. And we chose 5 p.m. as the start time, just based off of past family and friends' weddings I've been to. So I was kind of following their timelines. Oh, interesting. Okay. And how did you choose the ceremony and reception menus? So it goes all the way back to when I was a little girl. I was on a family vacation, and we were walking past the Disneyland Hotel, and through the hedges, I saw a wedding gazebo. And that was like the first time I ever noticed what I know now as the Rose Court Garden. And just a few feet away, there was a bride just celebrating. And that's when it clicked for me when I was little. Like, oh my goodness, you could get married at Disneyland. So that kind of just stuck in my head my entire life. And that just became the dream wedding for me. So I held on to that dream, and it finally became a reality. And then I've seen pictures of Sleeping Beauty Pavilion, and both locations always look so beautiful, no matter what floral or decor is used. So those were the two I went with. That's wonderful. How did you choose your officiant? So Frank and I were legally married in 2020, so we didn't really need someone who was ordained. 
So I went ahead and asked my cousin who I'm close with and I knew that she would do such a great job because she loves to perform and she's definitely not afraid of public speaking. (laughs) That's great. Did you guys add any kind of entertainment to your ceremony or your reception? Yeah, so for the Disney Entertainment, we had a surprise Mickey and Minnie meet and greet for our guests. And also we did a surprise World of Color viewing for our guests as well. That's fantastic. First, I noticed that you had Mickey and Minnie, not only did they do a meet and greet with a backdrop, but they also, they cut your cake with you, which I hadn't seen at a Disneyland wedding before because I thought they had to stay on the backdrop. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so when you have a Disney wedding, they do offer the cake cutting now with Mickey and Minnie. So that's allowed. And you could also have them come for the meet and greet, which is where the backdrop is required. Interesting. Is it a separate price for each or just whatever you want to have them do? I think when we were signing on to the wedding and signing our contract, it was considered separate. But in 2023, they updated it so it would be combined. So if you pay for the meet and greet, then you also get them for the cake cutting. Oh, that's fantastic. And then for World of Color, that was really interesting. Can you talk about how that fit into your day and what it was like? They escorted you to a reserved area or? Yeah, so definitely World of Color was really important to us to have. So during the planning process, you have to get it approved by your planner who has to go through all of the park approvals as well. So at first it was approved, but then they told us, It might not happen because of Oogie Boogie Bash, so I was a little bit devastated about that. But then when they finally pinned down the dates for Oogie Boogie, they said that our World of Color viewing was back on. So basically around 9.15, they started to gather up the guests and get them ready to head over to World of Color to escort us to a viewing area. That's nice. So you have like a reserved area in that uh, terrace where the viewing happens? Yes. And then did you go back to the reception after that? Or was it the thing that happened like at the end of the reception? Yes, we wanted it at the end of the reception to end the night for our guests. That's great. Do they charge you for that like a viewing fee? I know that you can't have desserts or anything. Yeah, it was about $30 per person. And it also included tickets for the vendors and your day of coordinator to come. Oh, great. And then going back to the reception, do you have any menu items or cake flavors that you would recommend? I would definitely recommend the mushroom risotto because after the wedding, everyone was messaging me saying that that was the best risotto they've ever had. And they kept thinking about it. And even I tried to recreate it at home, but I still haven't been successful. And all of the food in general, the guests really love. They kept telling me, they didn't know that wedding food could taste that good. So any food that you get at the Disneyland Resort is going to be so tasty. And for the cake flavors, I chose the pineapple dole whip because that's one of my favorite desserts in the park. So it was nice to have it in cake form. And we also did a double chocolate cake that was gluten-free to accommodate for our gluten-free guests. Oh, that's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your day all fit together? Sure. So my day started around 7 a.m. where the makeup artists arrived. They did makeup for myself, six bridesmaids, my mother and my mother-in-law until about 1230. 
Then at one is when the photographer started to arrive um, and took some getting ready shots and some detail shots. Then at 2 p.m. the photographers arrived and then we did both photos and videos until about 4.45. Then at 5 p.m. the ceremony started and then by 5.30 everyone headed to cocktail hour while the bridal party stayed behind for photos and then Frank and I took some more pictures. At 5.45 was when my family and friends who were helping out with decor went to set up in the reception room. Then at 6, we were taken to a separate room to enjoy the appetizers, and my sister helped with bustling my dress, and we had some alone time. Then around 6.15, we had a preview of the room, so it was really nice to get to see it all put together before everyone came in. 6.30, everyone went into the room to get seated, and by 6.40, we did our entrances with the bridal party. At 6.45, we had our first dance. Then 6.55 to 7.55 was the food service, and toasts were towards the end of that. Then around 8 to 8.30, Mickey and Minnie came in for the surprise meet and greet, and we also took this time to get photos with all of our guests. And then 8.45 was dancing and cake cutting with Mickey and Minnie. Then by 9 was the bouquet toss. And then by 9.15, the Disney Parks came in to get everyone ready to leave for World of Color. By 9.30, we started walking over to California Adventure. And this was really fun because it felt like we had our own personal parade um, with guests just cheering for us and congratulating us as we walked by. And then around 9.45 to 10.15, we took some more pictures in front of Pixar Pier. And then our guests also got to take photos there too. So it felt like an extra special photo op for them as well. Then at 10.15, World of Color started. Then 10.45, it ended. But we also had to run super fast to the water so we could still get the fountains for the picture. And then at 11 p.m., we were escorted back to the Disneyland Hotel, and then we said goodbye to all of our guests, and then we tried to get some sleep before our 5 a.m. photo shoot. Wow. And I would love to talk about the photo shoot. Can you tell my listeners a bit about like what location you chose and how that worked for you guys? Yeah, so we chose the castle because it was just such a classic location to take a picture at and to have memories of. And I definitely wanted to do the picture in front of the Mickey Mouse pumpkin for Halloween because I love Halloween. But I didn't actually book that area because in order to take a picture with the pumpkin, you had to pay for Main Street, basically, which is you had to pay for separate locations. So it started raining during our photo shoot. So the person who was helping out with the photo shoot on the Disney team, kind of pixie dusted us and took us down Main Street to take more photos and to take a picture in front of the Mickey Mouse pumpkin, which I was really excited about. So that was really fun for us. Oh, that's wonderful. And did you guys choose to do it the next day? I know Disneyland, they make you do it a little bit closer to your wedding than Walt Disney World. Was it your choice to do it the next day? Or was that just the way the scheduling worked? It was was definitely our choice because we do live abroad so we're not able to easily come back to do the photo shoot and the Disney team did encourage us to try to do it like after the wedding because our my dress was going to get dirty and it definitely did it definitely got soaked by the rain so I didn't really care about my dress at that point because I already wore it for the wedding and took all the pictures 
So it just like worked out the best that way. That's great. Okay. So when you guys were planning your wedding, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Definitely the most important aspect for us was our guest experience and giving them a very unique one. So we really wanted the special Disney entertainment and the in-park experience. A second one was definitely the food. We wanted to make sure we had a delicious variety for everyone and to make sure that no one was going to go hungry. The third thing that was really important to us was DIY decor. I spent a lot of time designing all of the print and digital material for our wedding um, just because I wasn't able to do any physical DIYs because I live so far away. So it was really important for me to showcase some of my talent and to also have like a little piece of me in the decor at the wedding. That's wonderful. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved some money or just your effort? Definitely in the beginning, everything was like really important to me. But after we saw the budget, then things started becoming (laughs) less important, the more expensive they got. So I think something that was really important to me was the churro station. But after I saw how much that was going to cost us, I was like, oh, that's okay. I don't really need the churro station. We could spend that money elsewhere. So um, instead of the churro station, we did more of a variety of our favorite park snacks. So we got the popcorn, we got the Mickey macaroons and the Mickey Rice Krispies. And also, I saved some money by cutting back on the decor that Disney was going to provide other than the florals. I wanted a lot of travel props um, and a lot of drapery. But seeing how much that was going to cost, I definitely cut the budget in half by trying to minimize everything and trying to see where I could DIY and print things out myself. But in the end, it all turned out really nice from the Disney floral and decor team. I was definitely afraid that it was going to be like really sparse looking on the centerpieces, but it all turned out really lovely. Oh, that's wonderful. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Definitely my favorite memory was all of the surprises we announced to our guests. So whenever we surprised them with the Mickey and Minnie meet and greet and the world of color viewing, their eyes just like lit up with excitement. And they were just so excited to be able to experience these special things that only like a Disney wedding could offer them. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Nothing went super wrong. Mostly it was just the timing of the day. It felt like it was very jam-packed because of the world of color viewing. I definitely wish that I planned for my ceremony to be earlier so we could have a more relaxed reception time instead of cutting it by an hour in order to get over to world of color. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? I was definitely worried about our centerpieces because originally I wanted a mock-up of them when we did our tasting, but we didn't actually get to see it. So I was kind of wondering what it would all look like put together. And then I also had to like cut some of the floral arrangements to save money. So I was definitely afraid that it was going to look sparse or I couldn't really see it 
come together without the extra elements that I wanted. But definitely in the end, it was so beautiful with all of the candles. And then I also reused my bridesmaids bouquets as the centerpieces, which I thought I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like. It was going to look too minimal, but like the bouquets on their own were so pretty. So I was really happy with the way it turned out. Oh, that's a great idea. You talked about maybe moving the ceremony earlier so that you didn't have to cut time from the reception for World of Color. Is there anything else you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I definitely would have gotten more sleep. (laughs) That was something that I wish I did um, because I felt like when I was getting ready, I wasn't as present with my bridesmaids and we had like the photo shoot the next morning. So I definitely did not get enough sleep that day. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would just say to trust Disney that they'll always do a great job with everything and don't worry so much about their execution because they know their stuff. And I think for the decor-wise, I think looking back, I would have probably splurged a little to have Disney do everything for me because if you do your own DIY decor then you're responsible for cleaning it up and um, setting it up so I felt like that made me worried a little bit throughout the day or I would have hired a outside coordinator to help with those things. Oh interesting that's a great tip. Well, Allison, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Disneyland. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, of course. It was so much fun being on this podcast. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>